Hi, this is Harry Blaylock. This podcast is called An Axe Murderer's Memoirs. These are some stories from a book that I'm in the process of writing. This one's called My Crazy Dad. To make any kind of sense of me whatsoever, you're going to have to get to know my dad a little bit. You know the old saying, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? Well, this may help you have a better understanding of how and why I've turned out the way I have. Let me tell you just a few of his escapades that I got sucked into. The first one is the log cabin. As I was growing up, we had some property just outside of town. It started out as about 80 acres, so it was a good-sized chunk of land. Over time, we had several projects out there. One of the first ones was my dad borrowed a friend's bulldozer, and we dug our own pond. To feed the pond, he decided to divert some water from a small river, have it flow into our pond, and then go back into the river. The problem was that to dig the little canal from the river to the pond, we had to go through the woods where there were plenty of trees and roots. Using a pick and shovel proved fairly worthless. Now this was back in the 60s, when you could go to your local hardware store and buy a case of dynamite. No, I'm not kidding. So we would dig a small hole to place the dynamite in, then place the blasting cap in it, and put the fuse in the blasting cap. I learned to do this at 11 years old. It was great fun watching the blast and then seeing the dirt and debris raining down all around you. Oh yeah, we stayed right out there during the blast. We'd light the fuse, run like crazy, get about 100 feet away, and try and hide behind a tree and then wait for the boom. Now later in life I learned we could have had a detonator box and used electricity to detonate the dynamite. But not my dad. A lighter and fuse was more his style. After the blast there would be mud raining down on top of you. Pieces of trees flying past and rocks turned into missiles would be flying by. We finally got the feeder stream connected to our pond. And my dad decided to dig a silt pit to filter out all the silt coming from the canal to catch it before it went to the pond. The problem was he decided to dig this after we already created the feed canal and water and silt were already coming our way. So he used that bulldozer to dig deeper and deeper for the silt pit until he got down to about 8 feet. We tried diverting the water from the canal so it wouldn't fill the silt pit until we were done digging it. But we didn't do a very good job. Just as we were almost done, the little dam we built to divert the water broke and all the water and silt came pouring into the silt pit while my dad was still sitting on the bulldozer in the bottom of the pit. He tried driving it out, but the water was pouring in way too fast. He finally jumped off the bulldozer and it disappeared under the water. Now he had to get the friend who loaned him the bulldozer to bring his backhoe to try pulling it out of the silt pit. And that pretty much set the tone for all the projects on that property. We also drilled a water well by hand, using an old pipe driver, lifting it up and slamming it down on the pipe. We had to go down about 100 feet to get a good flow. You have no idea how hard a job that is and how many blisters and calluses you got as a result. I remember at one point we hit a big rock or something and couldn't get the pipe to go down any farther. Well, to my dad, that was just another opportunity to use a quarter stick of dynamite to try breaking up the obstruction. He lit it, dropped it down the well, and kabam! Yep, he definitely broke loose the obstruction, but he also blew apart the tip and the filter of the well pipe. We couldn't push it down any farther. He had to go back to his buddy with the backhoe and asked to borrow it once again so he could pull the pipe back out of the ground and replace the tip and filter. It was truly amazing we didn't blow ourselves to smithereens in the process. My dad had way too much dynamite and enjoyed using it way too much. The next year my dad decided we needed rabbits, chickens, ducks, and horses at our property, which meant we needed some sort of housing for them and a place to store the feed and tools. So he decided we'd make an old-fashioned log cabin. But instead of using axes and big saws like they did in the old days, he had a chainsaw. 
As we put one log on top of the other, he wanted them to fit together better and be closer. So he would run the chainsaw between the logs to try and even them out. Now he couldn't fasten the logs yet because he was still knocking off the knots and smoothing them out. So since they weren't fastened, he had me hold them into place while he ran the chainsaw right under my hands and in front of my legs. Now I expressed concern many times about how close the chainsaw seemed to be getting to my hands, but he would just tell me to suck it up and quit being such a sissy and hold the log still. It was like watching a train wreck in slow motion. I could see the bar of that chain coming within an inch of my wrists. And then sure enough, something happened. I don't know if the log slipped, he slipped, or I flinched, but he slashed my wrist with the chainsaw. Blood was flying everywhere. So we got some old rags that were lying around and wrapped it up real tight and headed to the hospital for stitches. You know how badly I wanted to say I told you so right then? But fortunately, I had more common sense than that. I'm Harry Blaylock. Thanks for listening to An Axe Murderer's Memoirs.